in a galaxy far, far away. There exists a cure for business kryptonite. Ready to battle your business woes? It's time to call a biz hero. Well, welcome in. And uh, yeah, that was kind of, we're hearing you like echoing over there, Laura. <laughs> I was like, I'm being quiet. Like, so Nicole keeps giving me this like signal, like we can hear you, like, you know, and, and I'm like, I'm being quiet. I don't know. I was trying to figure out, I was like, I'm not saying a word. I don't know what she's talking about, but that, yeah. Should we tell jokes to warm up the crowd? Um, sure. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be a rough show. Let me tell you. What was that? I don't know. It was like really bad, rough joke jokes. <laughs> Sometimes, Nicole, I have just no idea. No idea where you're going. Well, that makes two of us. We're on the Nicole train, and it has gone off the track. We have no idea. Maybe it makes you wonder what's in my coffee today, doesn't it? It does. It definitely. Does. <laughs> <laughs> Just have no words right now. No words. I don't see many words in the chat room either. <laughs> no, they're speechless as well. They've got not much to say. They they don't know how to respond to you either. So, Laura, you know what? You're like, your head is like way down on the screen and I can't fix it. So, can you move it? <laughs> that sounds so pornographic. I just can't even. <laughs> What's Superman's favorite part of a joke? Oh, man. Tori, that's bad. The punchline. <laughs> that's awesome. Using that one. That is fantastic. All right, well, and there was, that was a good point to come into the conversation. I was working. Okay, well, why don't we start out with, I, I sent out the uh, the newsletter right at the last second, and um, we, uh, part of it was, we're moving. We're going to talk about gamification, too, and oh my goodness, I had no idea. Where is that jazz, what do jazz hands have to do with moving, Laura? Jazz hands <laughs> have to do with everything, life, Nicole. <laughs> I'm not even sure how you could ask that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, so, Laura, do you want to kick off the moving discussion, I mean? Well, there's lots of moving going on. If you all could look at my apartment. Hold on. Let me see if I can do a shot. It's a absolute disaster zone right now. Like, like literally, Homeland Security probably is is scared for what's going on um, because I'm moving and um, I actually am in a frantic move. I'm an army brat, so I'm really good at move, moving. Like it's, it's one of my skills, like good enough to put on a resume skills. I'm really good at moving. Um, however, I found out Saturday I was needing to move and I need to be out of my place and up to Jacksonville, which is about four, five hours away um, by July 5th. So um, it's a really quick move, less than two weeks, and um, I am running crazy doing it. Um, but that because I'm moving, 
The show is moving too, not just our location, but also our time. Um, I was given a really great opportunity um, for a, uh, a contract position that will be uh, pretty much full time. And so I will be working nine to five every day, the traditional um, tax hours. And, um, and so needless to say, we could not keep the Thursday show. But we've been thinking about trying it out in the evening anyways. And yep. so we sort of felt like this was the push the universe was giving us to say, hey, go prime time, guys. Like, Call of this Hero is worthy of the prime time slot. So we might as well put it up there. Um, so that is kind of our moving in a nutshell. So, and well, we're also, because there's all these experiments we have going on in the lab, and <laughs> I wish I could cackle evilly, but I don't really think my cackle is evil sounding. <laughs> I just um, say, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so what, uh, the one thing is that we need to manage all the laboratory experiments during Laura's move. So we will be uh, taking a break in the lab for July. Okay, so July, you we won't have new episodes in July, but when we come back in August, it will be Tuesday night. So Tuesday night, because we know a lot of you are already out drinking on Thursday night. <laughs> real here and call this hero we don't need to hide this fact <laughs> so then what we've done is everyone who got a vote through the um, crowdfunding indiegogo crowdfunding should have now received an email from us saying okay you can vote on either 7 p.m eastern or 8 p.m eastern and that is going to be either 7 or 8 p.m eastern the people will speak <laughs> um, and it will be back the first week of August. In the meantime, you will be hearing from us. We will be communicating with you. There is email in the lab. Yes, yes, yes. So I have a, a few quick questions. Um, Scraps, where you said I'll be two hours from you. Where are you in Florida? Nicole and I were having this conversation the other day. She's still there? I think so. Um, so we, you can answer that at your own time. Tallahassee, um, Tallahassee. Ah, Tally. Okay, very nice. Um, so yeah, so lots of exciting things going on, and we also figured July is a busy month for everyone doing business stuff, but then lots of fun stuff. And often when you're not doing business stuff in July, you really want to just be out doing fun stuff. So we're giving you a, a little break to miss us because we also <laughs> here called this here, I believe, absent the heart grow fonder. And so when you have a few weeks without us, you're going to, you know, start going through withdrawal symptoms and stuff, which I'll warn you is completely normal, completely normal. <laughs> and you can email us if you feel that way. And we'll walk you through sort of the steps to like, you know, to, to get through it. Um, but I, I might even do a few pop-up videos to sort of help you guys uh, Wait, you're supposed through to sing. the difficult July. You never sing. Oh, I am supposed to sing. I still haven't prepared my song. Okay, well, just do oh, a little man. bit of it because you can at least. Okay, so Laura, we got to tell you really quick. I thought of that because I thought of, v, wasn't it VH1? Pop-up video. You know, the VH1. Thing. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, 
you are supposed to do a I've got big books and I cannot Yeah, lie. it was my it was my cat's version of I've got big books and I forget the lyrics now. Um <laughs> I made them up like it was one of so often I make up things um, randomly spur of the moment and then um, I forget them. Um, I think it was, I like big books and I cannot lie, and other kitties can't deny. When I see a book just lying on the ground, I want to put my butt on its face and get <laughs> I don't remember the rest. Oh my goodness. It was, <laughs> it was as a reaction. Um, I'm not it was inspired by my muse. <laughs> I like big books and I cannot lie. And other kitties can't deny. Um, it was a reaction to my my cat, George, who, like, so I have this one really huge textbook from when I was in medical school, and I've gotten rid of all my med school textbooks, except for this one, because it's like this, and it's so convenient for things, because I'm kind of short, and so, for example, I have, like, a standing desk, but the standing desk is just a wee bit too tall for me to stand and comfortably type, so I've got my big book, and I put it there, and I stand on it, and then I can get my standing desk, the whole contraption, and so um, George fights me for, George fights me every day for the big book, so if I get, when I get off my big book, like, go to the bathroom or get some water or something, like, I'll be coming back, and there's George sitting on the big book, like, I mean, he calls me na nasty names, but you could say, you know, like, he's like, please get off that, this is my book, woman, like, don't you think you're getting this book back, so... That was how what inspired that uh, that song, George. I'm trying to make myself less yellow as she's talking, so it doesn't distract her. Um. <laughs> it distracts me when you make yourself less yellow. <laughs> okay, so now you know all about all the different. Sorry, things. I'm speechless too. I really, I can't. I, I'm not sure ever what to say. <laughs> okay, so before we lock ourselves in the lab or our, we each actually Laura and I both have their, our own secret lab so I'm not sure what she's going to do when she moves to her new place and what the lab's going to look like um, we've been doing a lot of work on the gamification so that the idea incubator is this close to being done um, big shout out to <laughs> big shout out to Scraps who's been hard at work helping us revamp the game mat to make it even better for you and we have been talking about gamification. I have to tell you, I am shocked at, even though it's only like a couple years old, the whole concept, how much is out there. But I thought maybe we could take a few minutes to either answer questions that you guys might have about gamification in general. Or um, I love, I got this book recently. I've been talking with this gentleman who's agreed to be on the show. We haven't scheduled him yet, though. Mario Herger. Herger I'm not sure if that's how you say his name. Um about gamification at work and we can talk about the myths so I don't see any questions yet so should we just tackle a couple things that you and I have talked about Laura or you want to start with myths busting the myths? yes let's do it let's tackle okay I'm, again I, I'm what no go ahead tackle away oh I just had this image of wasn't it Betty White who did that commercial where she got tackled I have no idea who Benny White. Oh, Benny, Benny White. Betty. Betty White. You don't know who Betty White uh, is? 
No, I don't know who Binny White is, who was someplace, some person you invented. Um, I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, right. tackle away, tackle away. All right, so I thought this was really good. Is myth? One of the myths are gamers are all male, and businesses have both. Well, the whole second part shouldn't surprise you. Businesses have both men and women working for them. <laughs> so the whole, um, and I agree. I think it's a myth. And Laura and I actually start talking about this a little bit. From my point of view, it's you know, there are so many women that game, and in fact, talking with people who go to cons now, there are a lot more women. They may be drawn to slightly different things than the men are, but it is absolutely something that appeals to both genders, and you should not make that assumption that women won't be interested. I mean, look at Farmville. I don't play it, but man, there's a boatload of people on Facebook that play that, right? Yes, there are. Farmville is uh, huge, and it really started, it turned gamification to the masses, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, people that weren't quite in that world before, Farmville turned them on. Um, I actually, a long time ago, did a lot of research on Farmville and sort of the dynamics of what makes it work so well because I was looking to um, bring it into another sector um, and, uh, or sort of, you know, use it as an inspiration for a gamification platform for something else. And it's really, really interesting, you know, it's uh, the way the incentives and how they have things set up and um, how, you know, the great thing about a really great game like Farmville is that it encourages you to get other people involved. So that's, you know, Farmville right. ropes not only you in, but it ropes your community in. And um, and it has, you know, penalties for not playing, basically. So it keeps you there versus, you know, we all get busy and forget and, you know, say, hey, this isn't actually a real farm and I've actually got to do real work to pay the bills. But you get the... You, there's penalties in Farmville. I've never played it, so this is just what I know. And I'd love to hear from someone in the uh, chat room that has played. But there's penalties if you don't p play. You know, your crops will die, and you think, oh my god, all I've worked for my my corn, and it's like a scene from Grace of Wrath, you know, and you're <laughs> you're you're struggling. To help your farm survive. So um, it's really interesting. And the great thing about gamification, um, and this is another myth that I'll kind of segue into, is that there's so many different forms and formats and styles and ways that you can gamify things to work for your business and your goals. So right. you don't just have to be a Farmville or you know, or have a leaderboard or whatnot, and it all comes full circle again to my biggest soapbox issue, which is you gotta know your target market. You can't do anything unless right. you know your target market and what they want and what is motivating to them, what makes them come back. Because if you want to go to gamification, you've got to build it around those people. Otherwise, you're you know sort of building a city on the hill that nobody's going to want to climb up to. God, yes. all my metaphors today are just killing me. I'm, I'm like, so <laughs> the, the literary, you know, genius, genius today. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, um, if I can break in Ms. Ms. Mensa, um, <laughs> there's Certainly. a couple of uh, great comments in here. Um, Scraps is saying gaming is a broad title. I completely agree. Everything from hardcore video 
and RPG games to casual board games, card games, etc. It's frustrating because you have to wait around a certain amount of time and use in-game money to replant. Oh, this must be about Farmville. Wait around a certain amount of time and use in-game money to replant, but you've lost out on the revenue or points towards completing the task. Like my RPG market, they want experience points, so I give them experience points for cooking. Yes, Scraps has a book. I have it. It's awesome. It's um, what to feed your raiding party, and it's for gamers, like gamers that sit and do like D&D, sit at a game table. They sit around and play together. They used to always um, order pizza, and her book is makes it easy for them. Plus, it's got a whole comic story going on. It's pretty awesome. Um, and I, I think that's what I found very interesting is, is and this is not a decided thing yet is where what qualifies as gamification is it the mechanics of a game is it the elements used in it you know behind the game is it the methodology i mean laura and i have done a board game it doesn't have to be a board game and it, it's actually very wide open still about what could it be what might it be um that and that's a great point i didn't know that about farmville see i always learn something new about laura <laughs> And um, I'm full of new stories and tales. That's my <laughs> that's my mo. You never know what's gonna pop out of the Petrolino uh, vault of stories. Well, and you know, I think another important point is just because something looks like a game doesn't mean it's going to help your business. Which goes back to what Laura was saying about knowing your market. But also, just because you have a board game doesn't mean it's magically going to fix things for you. I mean, you can't just say, oh, well, let's turn it into a board game or put it on a bunch of playing cards and, oh, it's gamified and we're all done. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Sort of like just because you put up a Facebook page doesn't mean that you're going to make mega millions. That's Same right. type of thing. Exactly. So, again, one of our big issues, there's no quick fix issue. There's no quick diet pill. There's no, you know, like thermodynamic hot pants that are going to make you lose your cellulite. None of that. Like there's nothing like that that exists. And that's same in your personal life and in the world of business as well. So as soon as you, uh, as soon as all the business owners out there accept that and uh, and just, you know, really figure out a strategy that is based around their goals and market, the better. All right, Nicole, are you there? Are you texting your BFF while we're... No, this is the <laughs> chat room. This is how I get to see the chat room. I know, I know. I can't. So why don't we go to the, what? <laughs> the next... Go, please carry on. Go to your next question. I can actually listen and read at the same time. Really. I'm a mom. <laughs> Moms have that skill. Tori has a comment. With the little research I've done, gamification involves using the theories of what motivates and engaging people while gaming, not just make a board game or award points. And then initial comment. I think it's finding a way to incentivize, incent, incentive, incentivize, I think, actions, whatever you want the people to do. I agree. And it's not, yeah, it's not like it has to look like a game. And that's, I've been following some online discussions with people who are really entrenched in the gamification world. And that is a big debate about, you know, just because you slap a leaderboard on it doesn't make it gamified. You know, it doesn't, it's, it, it's, it is, it's the motivation that makes it fun. Um, it's play, it's interactive. And another great point that I read was when you work in a traditional business setting, 
you might not get feedback for a week, a month, or even a year, depending on how crappy your boss is, right? <laughs> and a game, creating a game setting gives you almost instantaneous feedback. And it lets you know it's working, it's not working. I'm doing, I'm moving forward, I'm moving back. You know, what, what's going on? And I, I thought that was a great point I hadn't even considered. Um, plus in a game environment, you can either be competing against or going with. And um, there's one thing I wanted to share really quick before we go on is this in the book, it was scientists at the University of Washington gamified. They were, they were researching something and it was trying to, okay, and I have no idea, maybe the med student can explain this to us. Um, they were working on a technique called protein folding. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Anyway, they had not made much progress. Okay, for a decade, these highly trained scientists had been working on protein folding. They created a puzzle that allowed gamers to fold proteins called fold it. <laughs> and invited the public to play the game online. 47,000 people volunteered for this challenge and solved the problem. Okay, it was a decade these scientists had worked on it. They solved the problem in 10 days. That's amazing. Wow, I love that. Love, love, love that. What a powerful story. Um, you know, there's a great TED Talk, and I don't remember who did it right now or what it's called, but I'll have to look it up and bring it back. I'll post it on our Facebook page, all about motivation, and it's stories just like that, about what really motivates people to, you know, excel and do work, and, you know, what are the con confines of it that, that does that. And um, motivation is a really interesting thing because it's not necessarily what you expect. Um, and uh, and that stories like that are exactly you know what um, what you know it's all about. So Scrubs has a good question: Is that gamification or just crowdsourcing? You know, I think it's probably one and the same in a lot of ways in that case because it's um, you know it's motivating, it's incentivizing people for action, just like you said before, Scrubs. Yep. Well, and it was a game. I didn't go out online and look at it. I don't even know if it's still out there. Fold it. So I have no idea. Maybe you could even go out and take a look. And that's where the line blurs, you know, but in a lot of ways, we gamify so many things. Geez, I gamify things with my kid. You know, I mean, there's, there's, it, I think we don't even realize how much that's already in our lives. And this is just making it more conscious and more targeted, like Laura said, also targeted to your market versus general. Um, it, that, you know, if someone were trying to get me to play Farmville, it wouldn't work. But maybe that's because I grew up in a farm area and I know how much work farms are. Why in the heck would I want? I doubt there are many real farmers that play Farmville. <laughs> Probably not. Because they're actually tilling their farms and doing stuff. Yes. That yes. It's a lot of work. Like, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> well, any last. Well, maybe. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Nicole. No. I was just gonna, I was just saying um, I was gonna see if there's any last questions. I'm not texting my friends. This is how I watch the chat room, okay? Because I already got all this other stuff sure. going on my computer. <laughs> um, if there were any other questions in the chat room, uh, or Laura, if you had any other thoughts since I got to share about the folded, because I thought that was so cool when I read that. Well, I was thinking maybe since it's our last five minutes of July. 
Um, we could just open it up to random wild card questions from the, the crew. Um, they can ask us anything, anything. It, it could be business related. It could be non-business related. It could be, you know, what our favorite vegetable is. Um, um, whatever. It's June, just not questions. July. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Miss Tori. I, I appreciate that. Um, okay. oh, what kind of contract did I Yes. What kind of contract position did I take? I'm going to be working with a very large brand to help them take a look at their customer communications strategy and um, sort of re uh, reevaluating it and putting together a new strategy that works better, specifically having to do with their call centers and customer relations that come out of that because that seems to be the biggest problem across the board. So it's a really exciting opportunity, um, especially to work with a very large company um, that, you know, deals with a lot of customers. So, so um, yeah, it'll be it'll be great. Um, I'm sure I'll be blogging and and sharing information about things I learned along the way, since it's a, a little bit of different sector, and you can definitely get a different perspective on things that you uh, you find when you're working in a very different sector like that. And she'll be here, right? Yeah, <laughs> but not in July. Right, no, but... Since none of us will be... Thank you, Tori. Thank you. I'm excited. It will be a really great position. And I'm excited about the move. I love Tampa dearly, and it will be sad to move um, away. But um, but Jacksonville is a great place, and I'm, I'm really pumped to, you know, explore a new city. Like, I'm, I'm definitely the... Um, the gypsy <laughs> type, and um, I moved around a ton, like I said, and I love moving and experiencing new places, and I think you learn a lot each new place you go. So um, I've been in Tampa for four years, which is the longest I've been anywhere, and um, so I definitely need to move on. Yeah, gypsies unite, yay! Well, before, I mean, I've actually lived a million places too, So, but I'm, I'm kind of ready to not move again for a while, but yes, I've lived... And I've even I, I've even lived in different countries, so I mean I think that counts for I'm I'm a gypsy graduate. You're a gypsy graduate. You're an alumni of the gypsy <laughs> field. Yeah. Well, I think we're just about wrapping up here. You you if you make it quick, you get one last question. Otherwise, we're going to be signing off until August. Let's see. I don't see any last questions, so we could do the the. Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. And thanks for putting up with us on this crazy show today. You guys are so great. I feel like it's just like I had a group of friends that came over for coffee because, I mean, bear with me. My brain is so fried right now from, like, this, like, millionaire uh, – well, not no, not millionaire. This, like, million miles a minute move that I'm trying to do. So you guys have been – wonderful and uh and supportive <laughs> and uh and we really love you all so much it's, that's what you guys are what makes the show fun so yay we'll miss you we'll miss you too it'll be mutual missing during july yeah i was someone asked what's the meaning of life and then someone else beat me to it 42 and if you don't know what we're talking about then you've never read the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and you should really pick it up 
All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much. We, If you're not signed up on the Biz Brigade, it's up at the top of the website. Sign up. Make sure you hear from us over the course of the next month and, and write down on your calendars the first Tuesday of August. We will be back. So until then, remember, we are your cure for business kryptonite. Bye, everyone.